Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. On the morning after Election Day here in the province of Ontario, and uh, well, on this program uh, we will meet uh, both Bay Area mayors, one new one, uh, one has been re-elected, and uh, well, an awful lot of controversy, but uh, we broadcast, of course, live from Hamilton City Hall with the results here on 900 CHML last night, and uh, it was pretty obvious uh, when we saw the numbers uh, who was going to win the mayor's race, and also pretty obvious when the mayor showed up at City Hall. Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberg re-elected uh, for another four-year term uh, on a very, very different kind of council. We're going to talk about that in just a couple of seconds, and we're pleased to welcome Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger to the Bill Kelly Show on CHML. Mr. Mayor, thanks so much for this. It's uh, the morning after, and uh, did you sleep well last night? Uh, like a baby, uh, Bill, uh, I woke up kicking and screaming every two hours. <laughs> no, no, I had a great sleep last night. You know, last night was one of those memorable moments. You know, you know that, uh, you know, election night is, uh, kind of one of those anxiety filled moments for everybody, especially those that aren't the candidate, uh, family and others. And, uh, it was certainly a, a very pleasant, uh, evening last night to, uh, to be vindicated for, I think, four years of good work and, and a message that was, uh, you know, beyond just one issue. Well, uh, let's talk about some of those issues. But before we get to that, Mr. Mayor, I want to talk about the composition of council. We didn't have a whole lot of time last night uh, when you joined us at, uh, at the City Hall uh, broadcast. Uh, this is a much different city council uh, for a whole lot of different reasons. Some new faces, some new attitudes, and, and some new perspectives. Well, not only that, uh, and, and seven women. So that's, uh, you know, that's a positive step in the right direction. And, uh, you know, we've got uh, lots of talent to, uh, to work from. Um, you know, we've got some seasoned uh, veterans there, of course, and, uh, and some new, new faces that uh, are eager and anxious and are going to bring some new thoughts and ideas to this council and to the city. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I think I've always advocated for turnover. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, can, we can often stay too long. Uh, you know, you need to get out into the private sector and find out what the, what's going on in the real world and then bring that back to... Uh, bring that back to the city. So we've got uh, some great talent coming forward. Uh, J.P. Danko up on the mountain, an engineer that uh, is clearly an LRT supporter for all the right reasons, but also, uh, you know, has a, a lot of passion for, you know, how do we how do we continue to build our city? Uh, Narendra Nan, uh, you know, uh, uh, is a, you know, a great candidate, a, a minority, and, uh, you know, certainly a woman that uh, will bring a, a very good perspective, I think, to our council, and hopefully we can uh, get them placed in areas where they're going to have a great impact. Uh, and, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to forget the others, but uh, all the names don't come to mind right now. Well, Maureen Wilson, obviously in Ward One, and uh, and you look at some of the other yeah. folks that are coming in. Of course, uh, uh, a, a lot of new voices and new faces, but people that many in, in many circumstances, anyway, Mister Mayor, not new to the political process. I mean, they they've been around uh, uh, at, at least during campaigns, and some of them have run for public office before, so they know the ropes. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Maureen is, uh, you know, super smart, super talented, has been engaged, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the process, not directly, but over the last 10 years or so, just being an advocate for good public policy. And, uh, and, and previous to that, uh, worked in Mayor Wade's office and, uh, and, uh, Terry Cook's office for a time. And of course, uh, ultimately married, uh, the good Terry Cook, who, uh, who I know well, and I'm sure had a had an anxious night last night as well, and was just super excited about the the prospect of his uh, his good wife, uh, you know, becoming a member of council. Uh, you know, lots of talent, lots of experience. Uh, I, I think everyone 
brings uh, brings a certain uh, know-how to the to the process, and and of course having some veterans back is is, is a kind of a stabilizing effect as well. And you know what? Uh, nice to see that we're also kind of building on the momentum of the last four years. You know, we, we uh, we've done some great things as a council collectively. And uh, we've got great things to build on, and I think uh, all of the new members and, and, and the existing ones have, have a very, very positive uh, foundation to work from. Mr. Mayor, some of those veterans, or those returning veterans, uh, had some less than complimentary things to say about you and your leadership abilities. Uh, obviously, it was circled around the LRT issue, but uh, mm-hmm. things got a little testy there from time to time during the campaign. How can you, how can you put this behind you and, and, and try to start with a clean slate, or can you? Uh, look, I, you know what? Politics uh, can, uh, can uh, you know, can afford the strange bedfellows from time to time. And, uh, you know, a number of those candidates have flip-flopped on, uh, on the LRT issue on uh, many occasions. All of them, quite frankly, unanimously supported going after LRT and, uh, and supported a whole series of votes that actually advanced the, the, the entire project. Uh, and then up until recently, uh, you know, got cold feet. I think they were looking after their own self-interest, and I'm hoping that they hear the message from uh, the constituents, the citizens out there, loud and clear, that the majority of the members of uh, the citizens in our community support moving forward on LRT. You know, I, I got an enormous amount of votes, probably the highest vote count in, in recent memory. Uh, you know, and I don't take that as a personal victory. I take that as a victory for the city and for the vision that we've been putting forward that says we can uh, we can build this. It's going to be a positive impact for the city. It's not going to raise our taxes. It's going to generate revenue. It's going to create employment. All the good things that uh, we needed to do. So I'm counting on all of our councilors to uh, to hear the message and to reflect on that and come to the table with a positive approach to uh, getting this thing done. Well, and and that mandate that you talked about last night uh, obviously is from the voters themselves. Uh, but you do know that, again, some of these returnees on city council, and including Brad Clark, who's back on council, of course, now, uh, are, are digging their heels in and opposed to this. Now, I don't know what next steps are going to be at this stage. Uh, we're never going to get unanimous support for, for this, just like we never had unanimous support for the Expressway or for any of the other major, major projects. That, that's happened. I think that's a political reality that you and I have talked about. But how do you sway some of these people that are, are, are vacillating right now that seem to support it and then they backed away? You've got to get them back in the camp because the numbers right now, if there ever was a vote on this new council, you've only got six solid supporters right now. And I don't know where the other ones – we know where some of them are, but there's some that are in the middle right now. Well, and I, I think the, 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 the some that are in the middle are, are, are going to be on side ultimately. Uh, again, they can read the tea leaves. Uh, I don't think they want to be offside with the rest of their community. Uh, I suspect that in many of the wards that uh, that uh, they ran in, uh, I, I I may very well have gotten more votes than they did, and I think that's a that's a pretty key indicator of where the community at large is. And so uh, I'm counting on them to uh, to to you know stay the course, and you know I, I know that uh, you know give credit to Chad Collins, uh, you know he started off as being one of the only ones that was opposed, uh, you know from the uh, not from the very beginning, but certainly as close to the beginning. And uh, he was actually quite chagrined that uh, other people were coming on board. And, uh, you know, when we had to deal with the, uh, the environmental assessment, that last hurdle that we crossed before we get to the operating agreement, he actually changed his vote and said, uh, we are, you know, we're, we're too far along in here. We need to keep this thing moving. And so uh, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, good, solid, uh, experienced voices like him understand uh, what the mood of the public is right now and that uh, he will stay with the program and get this thing done. 
We saw that, uh, and I know you saw that on the old council when the expressway debate was still heated up. Uh, it got to the point where I think there was probably expressway fatigue, and, and even some of the people on council at that time, Mr. Mayor, that were opposed to it finally just said, like, I'm just going to vote no. I mean, we've already talked about this. Uh, are you anticipating that sort of reaction with some of those folks? Well, you know what? Uh, with, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping they're just going to vote yes, uh, and then, you know, let's get on with it. Your glass uh, you is know, half full yeah. kind of guy. Well, yeah, and, uh, and, you know, and, 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 you know, a couple of these candidates, uh, even through the course of this campaign, switch their their tune started off uh, by being uh, you know full, fully supportive saying we're, we're, we're you know we've marched along too far and now we need to keep going uh and then uh, and then switch gears so look i mean i i'm going to hold the province to account on this they've said that uh they're, they're that the billion dollars is there for a transit project uh they've said that uh with whatever hampton council decides is what they're going to uh, follow through on uh, and I'm uh, I'm fully expecting that the Edmonton Council is going to decide yes, let's move forward on LRT. If not, that they're they're really betraying the the wishes of the community at large. You know what, folks uh, said at the beginning of this campaign, at least one candidate said that this was a referendum on LRT. Well, we've had our referendum and it was decisive. So let's move forward. Let's talk about that relationship with the province, and and we know that the wild card that probably has uh, stoked the flames of discontent here was uh, the comment by by candidate Doug Ford and and eventually Premier Doug Ford that says, look, you can have the money anyway, and some people are interpreting that in different ways. Uh, With the election victory last night, Mr. Mayor, and with the the margin of victory that you had, uh, is it time to sit down and have a conversation with the Premier about the direction and say, it's LRT, can we get going on this? Well, clearly. And, uh, you know, we've already had that conversation. Uh, you know, I sat with the premier, uh, you know, a month and a half ago, and uh, we talked about these very issues. And, uh, you know, he uh, he said he was committed to Hamilton's uh, wishes, and uh, I'll hold him to that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go back and tell him again and let him know that uh, Hamilton has decided as a, as a, as a citizenry that this is the way that they, uh, they want to go. And I think uh, it would be folly for them to go against the wishes of the city of Hamilton. So uh, I'm, uh, you know, that's my message. Uh, that'll be my message going forward to the premier when I see him next, and we'll certainly be organizing a time to sit down with him and the uh, minister of transport. And uh, both of them have indicated that they're uh, the billion dollars is there, and uh, if Hamilton says yes to LRT, they're going to be behind that. So I'm going to hold them to that. There are at least one of the the new councillors who uh, seem to be opposed to this right now that mentioned to me last night that, that that probably to reaffirm what you've just talked about, there should be an up-and-down vote on city council uh, to either say yay or nay to this thing once and for all. Are, are you up for that? Do you think it's necessary? Uh, we're going to have uh, we're going to have a vote on the operating agreement. Uh, you know, those that want to uh, you know push this uh, to, too quickly, I think, are are going to are, are really trying to undermine this process. Uh, they need to uh, they need to be able to uh, have a full understanding of what this project is about. And we have uh, some new councillors that need to understand. And I had private conversations with a, a few of them that are new to this council that. Uh, had previously said uh, when they ran uh, in another uh, venue that they were opposed, and then uh, then came forward uh, after I gave them a complete briefing uh, with our Metrolinx and uh, LRT staff, said that they were actually in favor, and then uh, retreated back into uh, you know well maybe uh, maybe uh, you know my constituents don't want this. Well, I think the constituents have spoken, and I think they need to adhere to that, and uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to be. Uh, Sharing information with the, the new members of council that might not be, uh, you know, in favor and let them know where we are 
all the benefits that we are potentially are, are going to give up should we go another way. And everything that we will accrue if we continue to stay with this program and get all the benefits that this LRT project provides. It's an interesting point because when I talked to some of the new members that were elected last night, uh, more than a couple of them suggested, look, we really need a refresher on this. I mean, the information is available, but there's been a lot of back and forth, obviously, over the last year. Uh, Do you see council getting together for a kind of a refresher to kind of bring everybody back up to speed as to where you are right now? Uh, I see us, uh, you know, certainly, uh, you know, bringing up up to speed the new members. Uh, The existing members know full well. Uh, some of them have decided to distort the facts, and, uh, you know, that's unfortunate. And I, uh, I hope that they uh, stop doing that and stop you know, kind of trying to derail this thing. And, and uh, others uh, need to be informed, and we'll do that on a, on a one-on-one basis. And, you know, the best way to get them informed and up to speed is to have a really direct conversation with all the staff sitting in the room, uh, you know, answering all of their questions so they can be fully informed. I think the community already understands this. And uh, that's why they voted the way they did. I think the information that we've shared with them uh, throughout the campaign and over the last four years, they finally come around to saying, you know what, we get it, we want it, and uh, let's get let's get moving forward. I think it's probably important to remind uh, the voters and our listeners here, too, that at all this time during this campaign, uh, that the rhetoric seemed to heat up again and this, the debate seemed to simmer once again. Uh, you never hit the pause button on this. I mean, staff are still working on this project on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, it's out for tender uh, right now, Bill. Uh, uh, this is not a project that has been uh, uh, undecided. It's been moving forward. Now, you know, truthfully, uh, this council, because it's a new term of council, could uh, make a decision on a simple majority basis uh, as opposed to a two-thirds majority, which was the uh, the avenue that we uh, that got us through to uh, to this point. But it is out for tender. Uh, the, the, the last step is really to finalize the operating agreement and we know and already had uh, information shared with us that the operating cost is uh, in the order of some six to seven million dollars, and that uh, the, the benefits in terms of additional tax revenue uh, going forward is uh, is uh, significantly more than that. So, it, for all intents and purposes, it starts out as a wash, and then and, and it ends up as a, a net overall benefit in terms of tax revenue going forward. Not unlike the expressway. So, you recall that you know the the argument against was. Uh, it's a, it's a nothing but a cash cow. You're not going to generate any more tax revenue, and you're going to damage the environment. And uh, you know what happened was that we, in fact, get, got more development today. It costs us uh, seven million dollars a year to own and operate the uh, the expressway, and it generates some fifteen million dollars a year in, in new taxes each and every year as a result of the development that ha- that's happened as a result. And the same thing will happen with uh, LRT. You mentioned last night, Mr. Mayor, that you wanted to hit the ground running with this mandate and, and start moving forward on a number of these files. Uh, you, of course, uh, because of the election last night, are, are the head of, of council, the political end of things. Uh, you need a head of the administration for city staff right now, too. In other words, a city manager. How quickly are you going to tackle that problem? Well, we'd, uh, we'd already uh, got our staff working on uh, taking in applications, and uh, we have a, a firm uh, engaged and has been working for the past month or so to uh, prepare. So we should be able to hit the ground running uh, you know, later, uh, I, mean, I, w- I would say December, by the time they compile everything. And I expect by uh, sometime in early January, by the time the interviews are done, we'll have a new city manager in place. Uh, lots to do, but uh, obviously a couple of days for reflection and uh, hopefully take down some of the election signs around town here too, Mr. Mayor, well, you and, yeah, you and everybody that, else. Yeah, that, that's uh, part of the uh, the joyful work of uh, the aftermath of an election is uh, we're, we're going to get a lot of signs back and we'll uh, find find some place to store them and uh, and thank everyone that uh, that took them. 
uh, in, in support of our campaign and all the good people that came out to vote. Uh, uh, you know, I, I respect all the candidates that stepped forward. Uh, you know, putting your name on the ballot is uh, never an easy thing. And uh, I congratulate them all for their effort and certainly congratulate the winners and uh, all those that participate in the electoral process. Uh, getting out the vote is so important, and we saw a bit of an uptick in the vote count uh, last night, and that's, uh, that's a positive sign for sure. By the way, now that the election's over, uh, we, of course, will uh, once again start with our mayor's town halls, and uh, we'll start organizing that over the next little while uh, to give our citizens, of course, an opportunity to have that one-on-one with you. Uh, Mr. Mayor, busy couple of days, I know, and uh, lots of time for reflection and get moving on the next agenda, so we uh, do thank you for the time today. Appreciate it. Bill, thank you so much. Look forward to our next town hall. You betcha. Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger. Thanks so much, Mr. Mayor. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.